You're listening to the BAFTAs on Utter Radio. Now you're talking. Hello everyone and welcome to the Level 6 Visual Content Show where we look at all the nominations from this year's Virgin students. I'm Eleanor Donoghue. And I'm Megan Horton. That's right, we're going to be looking at all the nominations from the Best Cinematography to the Best Final Year TV Show. As well as those, we will be looking at the nominations for Best TV Drama, Best Editing and Best TV Documentary. We have a few nominees coming in to discuss their shows and how they're feeling... Sorry how they're feeling about the awards tonight. We have both Kat Davies and Luke Beck phoning in to talk about their TV drama. Sarah Baker will be in the studio talking about her final year TV studio show, along with Tom Chris telling us about his idea around TV documentary. We have... We have also Louise coming into the studio, who is a lecturer here at the University of Salford, discussing all of the nominations for cinematography, including da- Kat Davies, who again will be calling in to talk about her final cinematography project. But first, we have a message from the staff who want to give a big congratulations to everyone's hard work. Hi all, this is Ian Wilson, lecturer in Advanced Editing. I just wanted to congratulate everyone for completing their third year on BATAR. I've been really impressed with the level of work that came out of the Advanced Editing module, especially under such difficult circumstances where technical challenges tested us all. I take my hat off to you for grinding through it and producing very high quality edits across the board. I'd especially like to congratulate Ashley Day, George Gower and Joseph Cook for sticking their heads just above the group to earn them the nomination for Best Editing. I'm looking forward to hearing how your careers progress outside of university. This year's nominees for the BAFTA Awards for Best Cinematography were fantastic, I have to say. We've, we've got Josh, who did a great creative lighting piece at Christmas. We've got Cats alone at Christmas, a very powerfully told story with good composition. And then we've got Gabe's piece, a level five piece of work, which shows real experimentation with creativity in terms of camera work and lighting so I have to say they're excellent pieces of work that have gone into the BAFTAs this year but who will be the winner? There are three really thought-provoking creative and well-told films in the best final year docs category. Trudy Wilson's film is fantastic her contributor is just amazing and the live narrative she gets into the film is really where you want to be in terms of advanced filmmaking on the course by the end of it Lewis Rutter's film has a really really compelling story and you'll often hear me say I don't really get interview-led films as much as actuality-led but there's just something about the way this is constructed and how artistically it's put together and the layers of meaning and the contributor's storytelling is just on the money and then Tom Crisp's film Escape which has just a production value that you know a lot of third years would just aspire to but not actually go out and get Um, so kudos to him for just having a vision to make his film look as cinematic and as incredible as it does but also it's got the story there too and it's got the pathos and the things that make you think about improving your own lives through watching those who've gone and done that for themselves so well done guys also I say this and I mean it it's the tip of the iceberg of another great year of third year documentaries. Well done, everyone. Good luck on the night. Hi there, after radio listeners. It's Maureen Keane here, module leader for TV studios levels five and six. 
As usual, it was a hard choice to make between the Level 5 quiz and magazine shows, especially as we'd lost a couple due to the building flooding on quiz show assessment day. But I'm always amazed by what the TV studio students managed to pull off after only three weeks of class and studio time. In Level 6, as usual, all the stops were pulled out and it was really hard to pick nominations from such a broad field. Everything from kids shows through holiday advice for the over 60s and musical spectaculars from indie to classical. The students worked on all these shows together as a team. They were exhausted at the end, but really, really bonded. And that's what TV Studio is all about. I hope you all have a great time tonight. Hello, Utter Radio and Utter Radio listeners. Just a quick note from me to say very best of luck to our nominees this year. There are some outstanding pieces of work nominated in every single category this year, which is great to see. I also wanted to say a very big well done and thank you to the Utter team and all of the student volunteers we've had put in extra hours this year to make this year the biggest BAFTAs ever. Thank you so much for all of your hard work and it has really paid off and I'll see you all on the night. You're listening to the BAFTAs live on Utter Radio. Well, that was lovely to hear from all of our lecturers. It's been an amazing three years here at Salford. I've had a great time. What so, about you? So have I. It's, all, it's like amazing to hear from all the lecturers, just talking about all the different categories that are up for grabs. So, unfortunately, we've not been able to get anyone, any of the nominations for Best Editing into the studio today. However, we are still going to listen to a few of their clips of their work. So, first, we've got Ashley Day. All right. It's in the back. I need everybody to put their cell phones, jewelry, and wallets in here immediately. You got it? What do you got? Oh, come on. What your pants are too tight. Maybe somebody should shop for you a little bit better. What do you got, sweetheart? Oh, gosh. It was here somewhere. Where? I don't know. Next up, we have Joseph Cook with City Lights. And finally, we've got Joe George Gora with Life After Life. It's a beautiful place to raise a family. I'm Leon Phillips II, born and raised in Galveston, Texas in 1948. Well, good luck to all of the nominees for Best Editing. But next up, we're going to be talking about the best cinematography category. There was a lot of good contenders running up for the best cinematography. Um, But we are going to listen to all the clips before we actually get to speak to one of the nominations. So first, we've got Gabriel Booth with Untitled. So with Gabriel Booth, Entitled. It was a very good cinematography. Experience. I actually did watch this one, and I actually thought um, the way it was done, it like told a good story through the 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 way he just used his skills to show it. It was so basically. I'll give you a little backstory to what it was. So it was a man, and he was in a room, and then he then seen his doppelganger I assume walked in and he'd never seen this man in his life before so he was very shocked and he was trying to figure out 
who this man was. So then he left, tried to figure it out, came back to the same room the next day and left his student ID card on the table for then the doppelganger to come back in to then obviously find out that he now knows that he's also got a doppelganger. But the way it was just filmed, like there was obviously no words or anything. So it was all just told through the visuals and like the camera and the lighting. So it was all... So we're going to hear the clip now. So next we're going to listen to Josh Turner's Winter Nights. Um, so, I also watched this one, guys. <laughs> Get all the um, info. <laughs> so, this one was, it was just like a cute little music video to, what's that song? All I Want For Christmas Is You. All I Want For Christmas <laughs> yeah. So, it was just, uh, he went out to the Christmas markets and done like cute little visuals of all like the lights and like, you know when you just watch a really pretty video like i feel like lights and like the christmas markets are such like a pretty thing to video like no matter what it's always gonna look good and then it like when the girl in the video went back home and she done like a little christmas bacon like she decorated her gingerbread man and it was just it was just cute it sounds very wholesome i'm really disappointed that i didn't actually watch it but finally we're gonna go on to cat davis alone at christmas get away from me no one here I've every right to be here, don't I? I haven't done anything wrong, have I? You know what you did to me. So, we've actually got Kat on the line. Are you there, Kat? Yeah, hi. Hiya, how are you doing? I'm good, thank you. How are you? Not too bad. So, can you tell us a little bit about your cinematography um, video? Um, well, my cinematography one was about a young girl who was alone at Christmas. Um, it was made at Christmas time when I personally felt quite isolated away from my family because I don't live near home. So it was just inspired by that, really. It sounds very interesting. And like, how did like creating it? How do you think it like when and like was there loads you had to put into it? It was actually really fun. So I just had like a few shots in my head that I wanted to do and like um sketched them down and then came up with a narrative after um so yeah yeah it was really fun actually coming up with the shots and playing around with like filming outdoors because that was the first time i'd ever really done that so all in all how long did it take you to actually make and produce this video oh um i can't quite remember i'd say it's probably like a week's work maybe a week. That's long. That, that's that is, a lot of dedication. That is a lot of dedication. Can you tell me a bit more about camera lighting? Because I've not actually done it myself. And it seems um, interesting. But yeah, tell me a little bit. Yeah, about it you. really is. I love camera work. I've actually found like a love for it during uni. And you can 
like learn different types of cameras. So we got to play with like the Canon C200 and the Sony FS7 and the FX9, which and they were all really really fun to play with. And you can choose which one you want to use then in your in your um, like creative piece, which I thought was great. And I used the Canon C200 because it's like quite small and easy to carry. That sounds. And have you actually watched any of the other nominations that uh, you're up against for the cinematography? Yeah, I've watched Josh Turner's because I was in his class when we did them, so we watched them all together. But I haven't seen Gabriel's. I don't know how to access that. How do you actually feel like with the awards? Are you nervous or like how do you feel? I am so nervous. <laughs> <laughs> but I'm so excited though. It's it's awesome. Yeah, so, that's, yeah I can't wait. That's what I'm saying. I'm up for an award myself, and I'm nervous, but it's also like. Awesome. <laughs> but yeah, so. Um, We've also heard that you've been nominated for another category, uh, TV drama, I, I've heard. Yeah. Yeah, do you want yeah, to tell right, us a yeah. little bit about that? Um, so that was made for my final project. Um, that was about a young girl who was sexually assaulted by her ex-boyfriend, um, which is a horrible thing to have happened, obviously, but it's about her processing it and her coming to terms with it and finally telling someone about it and getting a bit of closure. Um, so it, it's just like a little section of this person's story. Um, um, but it, was really, it was obviously horrible to make, but fun to make at the same time. It seems very interesting. And obviously compared to the cinematography and the TV drama, what do you prefer or like what was more challenging? Just talk about like the differences between those. Well, the... TV drama was definitely more challenging because it was my final project. So I worked on that for, you know, from January till was April. So that was like a lot of work and I've never worked on anything harder in my life. But the Alona Christmas one, we kind of had less time to to do it because it was like an assessment piece at the end of camera and lighting. But they were both really fun to make because I focused a lot on cinematography in both of them um, because that's sort of like my niche, my area. Um, And... Yeah, they were both really, really fun to make and I absolutely love um, sort of directing it and stuff like that. And you've obviously got, like, you mentioned that your TV drama was your final project. Like, how, like, obviously you made that yourself and, like, that was your whole idea. How did you feel through the whole process of the final project? Um, It was stressful, but it wasn't as stressful as I I told myself it was going to be. But it was really, really fun and... Um, it was actually really nice to have worked on something so hard and to see the outcome and to leave uni after the three years was something that I'm really proud of. Um, but yeah, I, I absolutely loved making it. That's really good. Um, and do you, have you seen the nominations for the TV dramas, like the other nominations? Yes, I've, I've seen all of Luke Beck's and I've seen a part of Jimmy Blair's and Luke Beck's actually made me cry. <laughs> it was so good. Um, and the part of Jimmy Blair's I saw was brilliant he's got a really great way of making films and do you have any like words of advice for all the other nominees or anything at all um oh gosh i don't know just have a bit of faith in yourself (laughs) i think that's the only advice i can give um just don't compare yourself to other people and just have a bit of fun with with the things you make so will we be seeing you at the baftas later are you gonna come in oh yeah i'll be there i'll be there Well, it was lovely speaking to you, Kat. Thank you. And we'll hopefully yeah, see you winning an award at the BAFTAs. Oh, thank you very much. Thank see you. See you later. Bye. Bye. <laughs>
listening to the Bathdars on Utter Radio. Now you're talking. So we were obviously talking about the cinematography category. We now actually have Louise in, who got to choose the, all the nominations for the cinematography. So welcome, Louise. Thank you very much. Um, I'm very pleased to be here. Thank you. Hello, Utter. Hello, everybody. <laughs> So how are you feeling about the BAFTAs today in general? I'm, I'm very excited. There's a really nice buzz around mm. the building, actually. I came into uh, the bottom floor and it, oh, God, it looks amazing. And everybody's practising yeah. and <laughs> everybody's wandering around like headless chickens. It's just lovely. And um, I always like the BAFTAs because there's a sort of a, a relaxed vibe for everybody. Mm, you know, whether it's level six because they're finished and that's it. Yeah. Wow. <laughs> uh, or level five because they're finished. But, you know, they're still excited and they're involved and it's all good. So, yeah, really good atmosphere today actually and I think it's going to be a fabulous award it definitely is yeah. I'm so excited for it so we're going to talk a bit about each nomination obviously okay. that so we'll first go for Kat Davies who we had on the line yeah what was so special about hers that you so Kat uh, so I mean cinematography the, the award first of all is for is both covers level five and level six so it is a little bit um complex in terms of nominations and choices yeah. but um I teach advanced camera so two of them have come from advanced camera and, and Kat is one of them uh, and Josh is the other one that we'll talk about in a minute but so Kat's one I'd already seen because I marked her work obviously so um it's a really interesting piece in terms of composition so she has tried to tell us a story about um, loneliness and isolation um, through the power of images so so by composing her images in such a way that you begin as an audience to feel that way so that's the power of that piece really is getting inside and that's what everybody wants to do when they watch a tv program is get inside of whoever they're watching and feel part of you know the experience Funny. and experience it themselves a little bit as well so yeah. they understand yeah. and so that was what was powerful about cat's one um, it had all of those tools and, and told the story incredibly well, as well as being beautifully shot, you know, composed, etc. So, yeah, it had all those elements, which were lovely. It was a good piece. <laughs> so well, then we'll go on to Josh Turner's. Yes. What would you say about that one then? So Josh's one, again, obviously I've seen already because I'm, um, I mark it. Um, uh, Josh's one was a real exploration into lighting. Uh, so he concentrated, particularly at the Christmas time around Salford and Manchester, on the Christmas lights. But what he wanted to try and do was create dramatic um, uh, I suppose explorations through vision using light so p pulling focus uh, along a string of lights for example going from out of focus to into focus but then also writing with the lights so doing long exposures so so there are a lot of tools cinematic tools that he really encompassed in that to and explored his own sort of skill base so again some you know really commendable mm. work in there uh, that I know he spent you know a really good amount of time on so yeah another really good <laughs> nomination <laughs> and obviously finally the last nomination is gabriel booth have yeah. you got anything about that one that was so outstanding for that so gabe's one um is level five so yeah. unique in that respect that it was nominated because it was a really good piece of work you know rivaled the level sixes arguably um and gabe had had a real um uh a sort of 1960s vibe to his actually it's a lovely piece of work very compositional storytelling so really powerful um ideas of narratives told through 
powerful sort of camera shots and uh, elements of lighting that he'd really chose to sort of develop throughout the project. So it had a really, lo- again, a really lovely feel to it. So yeah. there was some really nice bits of work, <laughs> a really tough choice for our judge, Amy, to, you yeah. know, to find um, the winner out there. So, yeah, it was it was lovely. That's good and lovely. Um, so me, myself, I'm not really like I've never really done camera lighting or anything like that. For someone like me, what can you talk about and tell people? Like, there could be people in level four that are choosing that, like, they might have chose camera lighting. Is there anything you can give them or, like, what's yeah. about? I mean, for level five, um, it's a lovely module because what it does is really explore. I mean, you've all done VidProd, so you know, sort of <laughs> rough. Um, at this point in time, it's always like there's a level five. There's a split of of, cam- of sort of video and uh, or television, should I say, and radio. And I guess um, at that point, it's where you decide what you're most interested in. And, and camera lighting is for people who are perhaps interested in a little bit more uh, information than you got on VidProd, mm-hmm. or just progressing a little bit further. So, so for for you, maybe you might <laughs> want to think about. Combine. I mean, you uh, you know t- nowadays radio combines an awful lot with video as well, yeah, doesn't it? You know, definitely. there's an awful lot of video cameras in studios nowadays. Mm. All your your radio ones and everything has got you mm. know all of that sort of encompass. And I think there's there's only so much you can do through a sound medium, which you can also encompass a video medium. You'll you'll watch that VT later, or you'll have already <laughs> seen it. It'll be on later, but you'll you'll get my gist. Um, me and Adam will fight that one out. But uh, you know, I think the powerful thing about camera is narratively you can tell a lot through an image that you don't necessarily need to hear somebody talking to tell you something Mm. so so camera and lighting is all about evoking things through an image visually how can I make you feel lonely how can I give an audience a perspective on on this person's experience equally I can do that through lighting I can make them feel colder I can make them feel warmer I can make it feel romantic I can you know I can do a lot with lighting um so all of those tools is what is what we teach on on level five and level six um really in terms of camera lighting and advanced camera lighting it's about using the camera and lighting as a tool to to sort of add perspective I suppose on your narrative and that and it's building tools not everything is all about the story that is written it is also about what is is given to you visually yeah definitely so yeah right go back onto the BAFTAs why don't we I think we're all, we're all too excited about it what are you most looking forward to I mean you've probably oh, seen a bit God. already being here all day but apart from Ben's outfit you know yeah. oh, I don't know um uh, I'm looking forward to run PMC. Yes. Obviously, oh, it's a highlight. Yes. <laughs> and seeing them practicing all day. Oh god, they're so good. They and run it, the yeah, we actually had an acoustic yeah. version. Did Gary you? and Jimmy just were in here they're now. In the studio <laughs> they're strumming away. Jimmy yeah. was like, Gary, please, can we just practice oh. one more time? Like, they generally want oh to practice god. all the time. They do. They take it very seriously, <laughs> very seriously. and it is a very serious band. And um, oh, it's just lovely, isn't yeah. it? It's nice to have. Again, it adds to the relaxed element, doesn't it? Having your tutors playing. Yeah, you know, I mean, I think it's this time of year where there's it does feel very different to school, and I think for level four people, students, they'll they'll realise that massive difference now mm. between school and university. I yeah, think yeah, I definitely think that's a big thing, and probably most level four students at the end of level four have really sort of clicked into that by now. Um, but yeah, I think everyone's outfits, seeing everyone all sort of glammed up and excited and pleased for each other. You know, yeah. it's lovely to be nominated, but equally, if you don't win, it's just lovely to be nominated and be amongst. Pre- 
perhaps your your peers who have won something mm, amazing or definitely. your mates or whatever. So, you know, I think that's all part of the experience. But that's probably what I'm excited about. I just like to see everyone in their glad rags. Yeah. Quite frankly. <laughs> I literally got my dress with me. I'm going to change into yeah, it. Lovely. Me too. I've got another dress to shimmy into too. Do a little outfit change. <laughs> I'm staying like this. <laughs> you already look amazing. Already. I mean, you I mean, you look amazing as well. It's just, I don't, you know, we've just got to, yeah. We've got to go but, out there. Yeah, we've got to go out So I think rags. it's more like, especially us like level six is it's our last obviously we've got a graduation but it's our last chance as a course to be together because there's going to be so many people at graduation yeah and yeah. it's a nice chance for like for us to be back in the studio for yeah. like, one last time yes. and it's for, to be like this more is, relaxed yeah like, like obviously last time we were it was our final project so yeah. we were stressed out very stressed and now lot on your shoulders and we've now. all got our grades back we're all happy Just it's a celebration it. as well yeah. it's a bit like your your end of year show yeah, isn't it essentially definitely. it's all your best work but equally it gets it's an opportunity for you to see everybody else's work because not yeah. often do we get to do, no. to do that do you, you no. don't you won't have seen you know you might have seen a few other teams yeah. work in in radio but you won't necessarily have seen everybody's yeah. projects so yeah. actually Especially to see like the tv as well exactly. like yeah i wouldn't have i think i worked on one or two tv shows yeah. but other than that there's yeah. so much that was out there yeah like i wish so... i could watch everyone's like yeah. i was watching um whose was it sarah Sarah, I love her little yeah. kids' yeah. TV show. She's coming in late. She's oh, coming in later. I can't I wait to talk about it. <laughs> There's some great yeah. stuff, and and hopefully, I I think sometimes they put the nomination films out so yeah. you can actually watch some of them, and the, you know the excerpts are around. So yeah, it's a good chance, isn't it? Because you don't yeah. know what everyone else has made I necessarily, know. and they're all amazing. Like I, I didn't realize how Very like good. Yeah. yeah, some people are like amazing. Yeah. Like Tom Crisp's uh, oh, um, lovely dog documentary. Yeah. The way he, like the, the drone shots yeah. and everything, it's like amazing how Looks like brilliant, some people are like that. It I looks never, so professional while I'm like, that. I could, that's my sick to radio. Yeah. <laughs> They're a credit to us, that's what I'm saying. You're all a credit to us, our students. Yes, you are. <laughs> well, um, I can't remember what I was going to say. I've lost my mind. Something profound. Was it? <laughs> She's already thinking about her glad rags, that's what's going yeah, on there. Thinking of, the, thinking of a glass of wine as well. <laughs> What are you most looking forward to at the Battles? What are you I mean, I'm up to? for an award, so... Oh, that's exciting. I know. Oh. It's scary. Tense. Yeah. I mean, if I don't win, I don't win, but I'm just glad my name will be up there. That's all that matters. Are you like, bringing anyone? Have you got family coming? Oh, I'm, uh, no, I'm not, so I'm going to stay in the studios. Okay. We've got two other... Because oh, it's a radio busy. one, so there's a group of okay. us, but... It'll be fine. I'll still be here. That's the other thing. Other people sort of bring friends and family yeah. sometimes. That's really nice. It's really nice, that, isn't it? It adds a really different environment mm. to what has been our university yeah. experience for the last few years. It gets know, to show years. like our families what actually yeah. gets up uh, we well, get the people to. you've been talking about and all the yeah. stuff and the you know the, Look, the studio or wherever, yeah. <laughs> you know, they they get a real you know, view of it. Because three years ago, if you think back to when you first came is this casting your mind right now? Yeah. Think about it. Three uh, before that, when you came, did you come for one of those um, applicant? Uh, See, I did. I only came for the interview. I don't think I did because oh. it was COVID. Oh, you won't have yeah, done. Yeah, so. So, so you would have came just fresh in. Yeah. Flipping fresh. it. We, I, we came for like a talk, but... Did you? Maybe. Oh, it was, oh, maybe it would have been online. Yeah, we did do a virtual ago. online tour. Yeah, I remember doing that. Was yeah. just... <laughs> Yeah, uh, a bit of a blur. Yeah. Mm. Especially with a lot of it being online as well. Like, I don't think some students now won't understand, like, yeah. how hard work yeah. online was in first year. It was year. hard work, wasn't like, it? Like, even, like, doing, like, video, like, yeah. production, learning to edit all from just your bedroom yeah. instead of having a teacher to, yeah. like, come yeah. and be like, oh, this is how you do what this. What am I doing? So, yeah, yeah, like, it was all very self-taught, which... It's hard. It helps. Like, yeah. it helps a lot because you have to just do it yourself. But they're very lucky that yeah. they'll get a yeah. full first year. Like, yeah. I really wish I did. 
I mean, you just you think, don't you? If you think about those those poor, like you say, you you guys as first years, you, the the current first years are, are, are sort of reeling reeling the benefits of you yeah, guys. Yeah, cruising really. by, cruising yeah. by. Yeah, that's interesting. But second and third, yeah, insane. Loved it. Loved mm. it. Yeah. I Especially, love like getting back into the yeah, studio first and time everything. Yeah, going into the studio yeah. because we didn't step foot into it in first year. So yeah. being in there, we were all like, "Whoa, this is actually what." This is what it's about. Didn't you? Yeah. yeah. Just go show we did an all right job during COVID. <laughs> yeah. Just you know, just put right it out job. there for all the uh, lecturers out there who did an amazing piece of work, and the technicians and everybody else. Yeah. obviously. we definitely done well like during yeah. COVID. Like, I, I suppose because we're courses. a TV and radio course, we yeah. had like we know the equipment. We had skills. Yeah. Skills. Yeah. Yeah, it was tricky though. So you've enjoyed level six? Yes. Yeah. yeah. It's been stressful. Yeah. Stressful. Especially the, this, like the final mm. project. Yeah, I, definitely... I literally went on holiday just before my final project as well. So Did when you? I got back, I was like, oh, <laughs> yeah. gotta get it done. Yeah. But we made it. We, we made did. it. We made it through. We got it through. We got it. We've done. It feels so weird though. I think graduation's when I'm going to be like, oh. I've actually got to step yeah, into the real world now. No clue. It's lovely. It's a lovely day as well. You'll really enjoy graduation. Mm. It'll be boiling hot. That's yeah, what I, I hope say. so. Fingers crossed. Don't worry about changing your outfit already. <laughs> <laughs> it will be boiling hot. I'm sorry. Good. <laughs> but I'd good. I'd rather be boiling I would like rather amazing. be hot than pouring down yeah, rain and ruining my outfit. Yeah. <laughs> or makeup and hair. No, it was lovely speaking to you, Louise. Thank, thank you. you so much for coming in. No, thank you. I can't wait to see your new outfit. What you're wearing. And I hope you enjoy the BAFTAs. I will. Thank you very much. Over and out. Thank you. You're listening to the BAFTAs live on Utter Radio. We are. So, obviously, BAFTAs is not all about TV. Um, It's also about radio as well. We have so many different awards. Obviously, the main show is... The main thing we're talking about is all the visual-based content on Level 6. But we might as well talk a little bit about the radio side as well, because we are on the radio. We are on the radio, yes. And we are both... Well, we both did do radio final projects. Yeah, we did. We both worked on each other's as well. Yeah, we did. (laughs) I mean, there's a lot of nominate. I mean, uh, not to be too big, I did, (laughs) but I am up for a nomination for radio myself. (laughs) But um, there is honestly so many, like, awards, and I'm just excited to be all together and just to see everyone's like good work because i feel like this course itself is just such a I, I don't even know how to explain it it's just such a good course and it's such like a wholesome like thing just us all coming in together and i just again as louise said i'm excited for run pmc i don't know what you're excited yeah, about they've yeah. seen them last year they've got a thing to step up to this no, year i know they've got they've got to bring their a game honestly but, yeah shall we have a little listen to a montage of clips from the nominations yeah let's do it it's time for the BAFTAs. Best audio feature. Kieran Davis, Little Cheese, Big City. I want to tell you this, but this ain't no fairy tale. I'm sure you saw it on the news too. The night Elsie disappeared. The theatrical star, Little Cheese, has gone missing. How could that happen? The reporters were asking. The small towner that dreamed of stardom, and just as they was getting into the big time too, how could they just be gone? Matt McGettrick, Hacienda, The Beautiful Nightmare. As iconic, only time will tell. 
if you could sum it up in kind of one sentence, what would you say? Uh, beautiful nightmare. It could have been so good and ended up so bad. Evie Cummings, we have one life. In the we have one planet Earth, and this Earth is full of creative, determined, and smart people, including you. From now on, we're going to support and hold respect for these people who own their own businesses because they have gone against the tides, explored their passions and opened something up of their own. Sustainable shopping is the future, whether you like it or not. And you will like it. Best creative audio. Love Niche, Ramda One, Hollow of the Three Hills. Misery walks to me. A silk dress dripping red, a silk dress dripping red, a silk dress dripping red. <laughs> From the blood of a family. You are every Flora Morsman in memoriam, Sarah Everard. We've done to earn this curse, this hatred. Even the word woman. Mm-hmm. contains its counterpart, man. Adele Davies, Judgment Day. Anger is a defense mechanism that allows us to avoid feeling shame or guilt. When others lash out at you in anger, with words or action, Their battle is not with you. Best Level 5 TV Studio Production. Perry and Adam Morgan lights down. Blockbuster that's got the critics raving. We'll go behind the scenes on an up-and-coming northern filmmaker, and we'll be showcasing your reviews of the latest cinema releases. Welcome to Lights Down. Emily Murphy and Akila Hewitt, penny pinching. Good morning and welcome to Penny Pinching, the show dedicated to helping students save money and live on a budget. I'm Holly. And I'm Harry. And we're here to help you save money during your time at university. As students ourselves, we know that university life can be tough and one of the biggest challenges can be managing your finances. But with our tips and tricks, you'll be able to save money without sacrificing your social life. Grace Hutchison and Matthew Green, Game On. Welcome to Game On, the show that relies not only on your knowledge, but also your gaming skills. In today's show, two contestants are pitted against each other in a high-intensity general knowledge round before the ultimate dance-off, which we will decide our challenge. Best Level 6 Radio Studio Magazine Hello and welcome Luke Keenan, Lucy Jarvis, 
Matty Johnson, Molly Chamier, Tom Clark, and Patrick Shaw. Sex in 60 Minutes. and get listening. Do you want to have a hold of it? Oh, Luke. yeah, I love a little go. <laughs> oh, no, I dropped it on the floor. <laughs> oh, she's dropped it on the floor. Oh, I have dropped the vibrator on the floor in Canal Street. Connor Critchley, James O'Malley, Sky Hayward, Megan France, Reese Beard, and Hamish Beaton. Bottom gear. How are you doing, Sky? Um, only just got out the car park. You've oh, only just got out the car park? All right, okay, so whereabouts are you at the moment then? Um, just outside of the Emmeline Pankhurst statue, funnily enough. Uh, oh, that's okay. a bit of a. That's a thought I should have had earlier. Megan Evans, Chelsea Thomas, Nicole Borrell, Mia Marsh, Ellen O'Donoghue, and me, Megan Potts. What goes around comes around. People put them on, they look like my little pony. Mullets because they look like a rodent on someone's head. Television drama. Jamie Blair, dead weight. Calamarinda. You got a Calamarinda while buying equipment to bury a body? Yeah. Why? Well, I have to put something normal in with the kit, otherwise it just looks too suspicious. So you thought you'd buy a single Calamarinda to help? Well, next time you kill someone, you can buy the kit. Luke Beck, 2pm, the story of Mambo Miller. I don't know, I, I, I don't know why. But yeah, I just want to cry. I don't know what's making me feel like this. <laughs> like I feel like a burden. I feel worthless. Like every new day, my mental stability just seems uncertain. I can't concentrate around people when I feel so low. Cat Davies, your word against mine. to be here, don't I? I haven't done anything wrong, have I? You know what you did to me. Best Level 5 Radio Studio Magazine. Adele Davies, Tegan Easton, Flora Moresman, Adam Morgan, Isabel Sheldrick and Matthew Green. Bossing it. Women, all about women. I'm Flora, and joining me in the studio today are my wonderful co-hosts, Tegan, Izzy and Adele, ready to take you through all things female. Empowering women all over the world. This is Bossing It on Utter Radio. Hello and welcome Frankie to Golder, to Sam Cooper, Evie Capstick, Ben Rhodes and, and Matt McGettrick. Music Unplugged. On socials at Utter Radio and bring on 2023. You're listening to Music Unplugged on Utter Radio. Francis Masube, Abby Collins, Archie McGuire, Joe Grant and Akila Hewitt, North versus South. Are living a tough ordeal. Who is the better comedian, Michael McIntyre or Peter Kay? Peter Kay, surely. Well, it was close, but Michael won with 55% of the vote. North versus South. 
TV Studio Production. Sarah Baker, Lulu Zoo. Josh Bradley, The Basement. Hey guys, welcome back to The Basement. Yes, we've had to move out of my mum's basement because apparently we were making too much noise. Don't say it like it's not true. We had the entire outro dedicated to Guitar Hero last time. Oh yeah, we did. Dylan Pengerly, a Discovery Showcase. Good evening. Good evening, ladies and gentlemen. I want to welcome you all once again to a Discovery Showcase. This is the only show where we uncover new and upcoming artists from all areas of music and showcase them here just for you. And we've got some fantastic acts coming up. But first, let's just take a moment to think about the arts. It's time for the BAFTAs. You're listening to the BAFTAs on Utter Radio. Now you're talking. Welcome back to the Level 6 Visual Showcase. It is currently 4.41 and we are now going to go on to the TV Studio Shows Awards. I've actually done TV studio myself, and so has Megan. I have, yeah. So we are going to talk a little about what we know. Obviously, we're not as good as all the nominations because we didn't do it for a final project, but we're still going to talk a little bit about it. So, Megan, what can you say about TV studio? Um, do you know what? In second year, I wasn't the biggest fan of it, but I think that's because I didn't really get to do anything that I really loved. Like... I got shoved on camera, I got shoved on sound and lighting, which I literally have no interest in. But um, luckily, for I done TV, was it TV studio for first semester yes, this year? Yes. So it actually went towards our final grade. Um, I got to be floor manager, which was so much mm, more I've fun. I've done floor manager. So much more fun than being behind a camera and like being able to tell people what to do is my favourite part. <laughs> that is your favourite thing to do. It is, it is. It's just a lot more, like, you feel like you're... Not not to say that camera's not important, because obviously it is. Mm. Like, you wouldn't have a TV show without the cameras. However, like, if you didn't have a floor manager, no, no timings would go right. You, nobody on the floor would be able to communicate with anyone mm, upstairs definitely. in the gallery. It was just a good experience and, like, a good thing to have been able to done for myself. Like, now, if I wanted to go and do a bit of floor managing I feel yeah. like obviously you're not going to start as a floor manager mm, well definitely. from me just doing one yeah. thing but I'd be able to know at what, least you've got yeah I'd be able to know what I was thing. doing but yeah what about you well I've done actually a couple of roles in TV studio the past two years um 
I've done floor manager, as you said. Yes, I enjoy that. But I also feel like I'm more technical. Like, I love camera. I know you said you don't like it, but I do love the thought of being behind a camera on TV studio, especially. Like, as, like, Louise is talking about, she's more, like, like, like... On location. Yeah. Yeah, I feel like on location's fun. See, I'm more TV studio, I think. Mm-hmm. I think that's what I enjoy more. And also, I've done vision mixing, and I really enjoy that. Uh, yeah, I've literally done vision mixing like once, and I did like it, but I just never done it again. But I think it'll be there's sometimes it'll be very stressful. Yeah, especially if there's a lot going on in your show, and you need to switch between the cameras like a lot of the time, like a music show. Yeah, which one of the nominations actually did? They done a music section. Oh, in yeah. Their show. See, that's the thing. I feel like music would definitely be very hard. Yeah. Or quiz shows because you don't know who's going to answer correctly. Like you know, if there's a buzzer in, right? You'd be yeah. Like, oh, I don't know what camera to go to, to yeah. that kind of thing. No, definitely, but shall we get on to some of the nominations? So first, we are going to listen to Dylan Pengley, a D- Discover Showcase. Uh, coming up next, we've been invited to join a fantastic organisation which specialises in creating accessible music workshops for those with disabilities. This group is a strong pillar of the community and we are pleased to bring to, once again, exclusive access to Billy and Andy's accessible workshops. Mine's Billy. Uh, Hi, uh, my name. <laughs> my name's Andy. Uh, and, and yeah, uh, the group's name is Billy Ali's Music School. Uh, we're a non-profit company that does music workshops for people with disabilities. We've been running for about nine years. Yeah, so this show, I watched a little bit of it, not going to lie, only a little bit, but there was a, like, well, in the studio, he done a music section, which, like we were saying before, <laughs> is very, very hard to produce, especially for the PA as well, like, being able to count on time and, yeah, like, definitely. do the shots. I know you've... I've, I've done PA before, yeah. and it was a very stressful time. I don't think I'd be doing it again, especially with a music show. I would like PA normal shows like that yeah. don't have music, but music's very hard because you've got to get the beats proper and it's quite hard. Yeah, I filmed on a on a show for TV studio this year for a music show and it was very stressful. Like you have to mm. know what shots to get, yeah. and then they go like, "Just get the best shots you can," and I'm like, so, <laughs> "Oh God, like I don't know what you want." Being in the galleries like that, I think so hard, and even on the floor, they're like, "Oh, you got to do this quick," but it's so loud the music. You sometimes no. you can't hear in the head. Yeah, so especially for him, for Dylan to put in the music section in the studio it was very brave, very brave, <laughs> and that's obviously why he's been nominated yes, for sure. a BAFTA. Um, so next, we are going to listen to a bit of Josh Bradley's "The Basement." Uh, well, this took me around a year, but I was also, wow, I was like learning as I went. Yeah. So for this now, I've printed a second one and Ooh. I've made a second one. It's ready to kind of just scale up and pad and stuff like that. But that okay. probably took me about two months to make. Wow. Oh, well, gosh. I mean, do you have a next project up in line now that you've finished this one? Or? Um, this is another one of this. Just another one um, of those. Under the jetpack so far. Wow. So that should yeah. be done soon. That is crazy. So, finally, we are going to listen to Sarah Baker's Lulu Zoo. Let's go dine to Lulu Zoo. Let's go dine to Lulu Zoo. Let's go dine to Lulu Zoo. Let's see what we can do. Penguins, lions, snakes and frogs. Monkeys, rhinos, bats and hogs. Cheetahs, tigers, zebras do. Let's see what we can do. Let's go down to Lulu Zoo. Let's go down to Lulu Zoo. Let's go down to Lulu Zoo. Let's see what we can do. 
So we actually have Sarah in the studio with us. Welcome, Sarah. Well, thank you for having me. Yeah, thank you. I'm you look still... all nice and dressed up, ready for the BAFTAs. Thank you. But I've been climbing those stairs in heels quickly. <laughs> oh. get here, so I'm sweating now. So how are you feeling about it all? You've been nominated for an award. Like, how do you feel? Yeah, I'm, I'm really, really happy, especially with uh, Lulu Zoo. A lot of hard work went into mm. that, but not only by me, but by the set designers as well. So it's so lovely to be nominated, whatever happens tonight. So yeah, really excited. No, yeah, I was just saying so much. Sorry. I was just saying <laughs> when you came into the studio before I watched the whole thing, even though it's a kid's show. Doing and your research. And to say me. Oh, did you, like the, did you like the story at the end? The story at the end. It's very hard. She, she was watching it. She wanted to build a penguin. She's like, I need all this quark crafts. Like, yeah, <laughs> yeah. Thank like you for watching it, guys. Do you want to like tell us a little bit about how, where the idea came from and like why do you cho- choose a children's show? Because like people do so many different shows on like TV studio. Yeah, it is a really weird story. So basically, <laughs> I was never going to do touch children's TV at all. I thought it was just too chaotic and a lot of risk assessments and all that so I didn't bother but then um, I had a dream so basically it was going to be a quiz show um, and it was basically going to be like the 1% club but different and then I had a dream one night and I had a dream about Joey Essex and Gemma Collins presenting a children's wildlife (laughs) TV show and I thought it literally is a dream now and I was like I might as well do that and then the idea just built from there and then it got greenlit by the lecturer and then yeah from there on that's kind of how it all went together well, as Megan said, it's such a good show. Like, honestly, I, if I, like yeah. I said, like, it's something that, like, if I, like, was with a child, I'd put it on. I'd be Aww. like, but then I'd watch it as well, I think. Yeah, no, like, do you know what? It was, it's, I, I love children's show. I'm, I'm sorry, everybody's guilty pleasure these days is still watching children's Oh, yeah, show. for yeah, sure, like, re-watching yeah. them. Yeah, yeah definitely. And tonight, I think the judge is a children's TV presenter. Oh, well, there you go, then. So if I don't win, I've done horrifically. <laughs> Um, but if I don't win, yeah. The two other nominees are really good as well. Like I was, one did uh, music and the yeah, other one did yeah. like a Channel 4 kind of vibe. They're all so. very like different yeah. shows as well. Yeah, that's kind of what the good thing about TV yeah. studios is like you can be as diverse as you like yeah. and you this, can literally yeah. make what whatever you really want to yeah yeah so how do you feel about the other nominees like do you have you watched both of them then yes so um i worked on one of them which was dylan's which is a discovery show Mm. um that was really good and plus it's music so hard because the pa needs to start counting and for me it was like children's show like do whatever you want try it um (laughs) so yeah a lot of effort went into both of them as well Mm. so um it's it's gonna be tough tonight as well so i'm quite who knows what's gonna happen who knows (laughs) who knows knows? you might have the upper hand for the from the children I know, can you imagine? <laughs> but that, that again, that puts pressure on it because it must be that horrific. She was like, I'm not even gonna give that a talk. I have a question though, this is so random, but obviously, you did do a children's show. Yes. What was your favourite show when you were younger? Like, what did you Ooh, watch? That is such a good Oh, such a good question. Um, it depends what kind of era. I always remember. It's not even like it was a TV studio one because mm. that was hard to find back in our like our yeah, kind of time. Oh, definitely. Because we were always growing up with like that's so raving. Oh, Disney oh, Channel. Yeah. Disney and all Channel. That. Yeah. So yeah. like Sweet Life on Deck. That it. You never used to have TV studio programs mm. like Mr. Maker. That's kind of inspired I it. Loved Mr. Maker. <laughs> it was just so loved quick it. and snappy. Yes. Um, so I guess like Mr. Maker kind of was in there, and then CBB's Bedtime Stories. I kind of combined all everything that's already on yeah. the platform together to yeah. make one big show because since that's already out there and no, doing well. I love like the little laughs and cracks crafts sorry <laughs> oh, craft section because I remember when I was younger and I'd watch Mr Maker he'd make the stuff and I'd be like right mum get me all that stuff I need to do it right I really need to do it right now so I'd make her go to the shop I'd make her get everything I'd literally I would literally sit there for half a day it would keep my 
Kimmy yeah. Entertains, my yeah. mum, was sound. She was off. Bless your mum, she's got craft she doesn't want. She's no. got craft <laughs> yeah. she doesn't want, but at least they kept me happy for half a day. She, exactly. could, she could go and relax. She could tidy the house while I'm sat there making a mess in just one corner. Yeah. I was there tempted today to go to the craft um, shop to get you stuff to make the penguin. You were so like, I need that stuff. <laughs> <laughs> well, if I win, I'll shout you both out. Like, to my biggest fans <laughs> in the studio. Watch it five minutes ago. Thank you. Well, you're not just about your show. You're not up for a nominate. You, you are actually the events producer for yes. the BAFTAs. Yeah, no, mm. big big job that. It yeah. Was, <laughs> yeah, no, it was really fun actually. Um, doing all the scheduling is kind of my like. That's mm. what I like to do. Yeah. I like colour coordination and you know like organising everything. So that was kind of like fit for me. Um, but yeah, it's been fun and. Not, not as stressful as I thought. I say that. Just watch the night happen. It'll all, <laughs> yeah. go, it'll all go really bad. But at least it's like your final thing to do. That's what we were saying. Like, yeah. doing this now is our final thing. But we can be more relaxed in a sense because yeah. we're not getting graded. Exactly. Like, a few yeah. mishaps, it'll be a laugh at the end of the day. Definitely. I think it's the the best thing about, like, it's the best thing near graduation, really. Yeah. At least we get to see each other all yeah. on this one. Because graduation, graduation, you'll all be everywhere getting photos yeah. of your family. Like. It's not the same. But like, this, you're all just celebrating the actual yeah. work you did so even the people that weren't nominated yeah. uh, can still like <laughs> I know are you not nominated oh this is awkward it's, it's fine Gary it's fine <laughs> sorry <laughs> something tells me it's not quite fine um, but yeah even the people that aren't nominated it's it's kind of like celebrating them too no matter yeah. if you win or not yeah, yeah. It's, it's, I, I'm being celebrated too today yeah, yeah, you've sure. been out that glass of wine. Yeah, <laughs> I'm gonna be stealing all that wine. <laughs> this show would only have one presenter if it wasn't for me. Yeah, yeah very yeah, true. Exactly. I'd be doing this all by myself. It'd be quite boring. Are you nominated, Ellen? Yes, I you am. Not- yes. <laughs> <laughs> Don't know if I win, but you know, hey ho. You've got this. What are you nominated for? Level six radio show. Oh, yeah. You've got this. You've got this. I can feel it in my bones. Yeah. I can feel it. I can feel it. <laughs> Let's pray. <laughs> no, but um, what are you looking forward to for the BAFTAs? Like. We had Louise in earlier. She can't wait for Ron PMC. Oh, the wine. The wine. <laughs> it has to be the wine. Um, I'm here for the wine. Uh, no, I think it's just like, you know, I never got to see anybody's work. Like, yeah. You literally you do TV studio. You don't even watch each other's. Uh, you don't even have a day. So yeah. it's kind of nice to sit there, look at the VTs, see what people have done. Go, wow, mm. that's really good. Yeah. Uh, and the diversity of it as well, like radio and then podcasting, you yeah. know, things like that. You never really hear at all. Yeah, so definitely. It is really going to be lovely kind of seeing uh, all the diverse range of media and it's really good like all the years coming together it's not just level six it's like everyone coming together like obviously from like even like level six there's some people that i've not really spoken to so level fives and level fours coming as well some people nominated in level six and i'm just like yeah i don't know who you are (laughs) (laughs) it is weird it's really good because i feel like in level five and six you choose what you want to do so once you go into that you don't see people that go to a completely different aspect kind of thing because it's so wide and like there's so many different things that yeah. you could do. Yeah, yeah definitely. definitely. It's good because they've now uh, introduced the Rising Star Award yes. as well, which is good because that goes to a first year yeah. as well. So that's going to be good because I remember like the previous BAFTAs, we never really got the yeah. first years involved as much as we have this yeah. year. So that's what's yeah. really good as and well. And it's really good like everywhere. It's all student, like you, again, you're the events producer, like everyone's doing it. Stu- like a student, student run. Yeah, yeah, yeah it's, it's like four students run by students, which yeah. is like the heart of it yeah, really. Yeah. yeah, even the presenters, they're students as well. Yeah, I know. Because they used to have actual like celebrities and stuff come in and do that. Oh, did they? Uh, yeah, they they used to. Um, but then that was like years and years ago. So, but now obviously we're we're better. We're better. It's not because we run out of budget. It's because <laughs> it's because we are student led, <laughs> and that's the way it should be. <laughs>
<laughs> oh no, I'm just so excited for it now. Yeah. Like it's counting down the minutes, and I'm just like, are you nervous for your nomination? Because it's the losing clap that I'm worried about. Because <laughs> that I'm nominated for academic excellence as well, and I know I'm not winning that one. So it's going to be that awkward thing on the table. Yeah. Everyone's looking at you, and Sorry. you're like, oh, commiseration. I know. I'm like, it's fine. I'm okay. I'm fine. But I'm worried that when you don't so, win, yeah. everyone so, looks at you. Well, if you don't get nominated, guys, guess what? You don't. Whoa. You don't have that fear. I gave you a prepared <laughs> speech. If I win, I have nothing to say. Well, you're going to thank us. Yeah. Actually. Yeah. Okay, that's gonna be a start. Like, thank you to the, the thank you both for uh, watching it five minutes before I came on. Yeah, but, yeah I was like, oh, oh hey, it was God. actually an hour before you came. It on. was an hour. Yeah. You she did watched your it twice. Research. She actually watched it twice as well. Yeah. So fourteen minutes. Yeah, yeah. I had to, I had short, to watch the song twice. <laughs> I had to know all the words. I remember that. Me and my go mom. On, you, you sat got, down. got to start singing it. Go on. Oh gosh, no, I can't <laughs> sing. Let's go down to Lulu Zoo. Let's go down to Lulu Zoo. Let's go down to Lulu Zoo. Let's see what we can do. Honestly, me and my mum, I was like, I really want to make a song because every when I was doing research, they were, every time there's like a song about what does an animal make and all that. And then I was like, I'll write a song. And then literally, my mum, me and my mum sat down one night and just wrote the thing. And I was like, oh my god, this is actually really good. And now everyone can't stop singing. No, so it's it's going to be stuck with, in my head all night. <laughs> I know. So I, I, I was hoping that if I did win and I walked down that like PMC, would be start yeah. doing yes. a rendition of oh, Lulu Zoo. So good. <laughs> we'll have to do that yeah. now. Yeah, yeah. We'll yeah, tell we'll everyone. Yeah, we'll, yes. yeah we'll, we'll tell Gary later. No, but what's up, one thing about your show I noticed you went to an actual zoo. Like, how did you oh, get yeah. that? Like, I know. So um, I did like a crowd fund kind of thing. So yeah. I, and and I got some money for it. And I was like, okay, I'll go to film my VT at Chester Zoo. Um, so I literally went there with the presenter, which was a really good. Do you think the presenter was really yeah, good? Yeah, well, your friends were before. Did um, you? No, I literally put a post out and was like, you know, anyone interested in children's TV? Oh, really? Like good good for your show reel kind of thing so yeah. I was like oh so I put that out there and then this this girl called Neve um like applied she, she was really good. she was really good here like maybe a year ago or two years ago so she did come here oh so she's graduated yeah she was right, a graduate okay. but I, d- I didn't know at the time and then uh, yeah kind of it went from there but she was brilliant yeah, and she then was good just filmed all the animals at Chester Zoo but it started snowing halfway through <gasps> the VT oh, did it and I was like oh my god because part of the um, script was like oh but where, where are the penguins if there's no snow and then mm. like it just started snowing I was like oh, right <laughs> <laughs> so yeah it was really good but the weather was just horrific but we had to pretend it was like really sunny <laughs> yeah it was, it was so good like the whole set as well like the set design yeah, done the set so well it did oh so my well gosh, yeah. th- th- I won't tell you how much it cost oh, for that yeah, we are, literally <laughs> oh. as soon as it first came I was like how much did she pay know, for that this, it, literally but I was like I had a vision once you have a vision mm, you don't yeah. want it plus it's the final thing I was yeah. ever going to do here it was worth it and yeah the set designer did such a good job they made like chameleons and they made like leaves and everything um, so it was really good actually to combine courses yeah. Yeah. because otherwise I couldn't definitely. make that set on my oh, own oh definitely the not. real question is, is did you get to keep the teddies no I didn't what? especially that massive sloth oh my god <laughs> do you see the massive sloth? sloth I love sloth so much yeah. I have like massive like, I have about four teddies of sloths his name was Larry Longlimbs Oh. And I didn't get to keep it. It was the set designers as well. Oh, I re- yeah. I can't. So no teddy at all? No teddy. Apart from the jelly cats, which was the um, pine cone, because the last story was oh, uh, Penguin the and the pine cone. cone. I had yeah. the penguin and the pine cone. Uh. Um, and so, yeah, those were the only two that I had. And then, yeah, everything else. Ev- I just got everyone else to bring. Yeah. Um, so, yeah, it was it was uh, lovely that it all came together quite yeah, well. Yeah, it definitely yeah. did. Like Even like that, we were talking about the graphics, like... 
That the, little, the little monkey. Yeah, the was monkey. It a monkey. Oh yeah. So basically, it was a. You talk about the penguin as well. No, oh, when it was like, like she was talking to the kids. Mon- the, the kids. Oh my gosh. Yeah. Like, so my graphic design actually dropped out. So I made it myself. You really? made that yourself. Yeah. I made literally every graphic that was in there, from the title sequence to like the inserts to the little cartoon penguin and the um and the monkey because. They, they dropped out and I was like, I have no idea. So I literally was like, I'll teach myself. Oh my God. Uh, because it was a whole segment. I need to make it longer. That's dedication. I, it is. I would have given off at that well. point, yeah. <laughs> so I was like, oh, I don't have to do it. Because I needed a cartoon in there to make it a bit kid-friendly. Kids, kids yeah. And I was like, okay, I'll just try and make it myself. So literally looked up online, went on Adobe Character Animate and just started animating this penguin, oh uh, this uh, monkey. And then I did the same with the penguin as well. And I was like, oh my God. Like I've learned some skills. Yeah, yeah definitely. Yeah. Yeah. No, I would have just like I, if that happened to me no nah, I would yeah, I would have gave up there and there yeah, no, <laughs> that would have been me done no, no TV studio That's no it. final project drop out yeah. last, last hurdle <laughs> because even like my final project I had like some like mishaps like an interviewer like dropped out two days before my show and I was like oh no I'm not going to be able to do it but luckily I did I just dragged it out but yeah. it's just like things yeah. like that if someone like a graphic designer dropping out is quite a big yeah. thing for your like a TV show <laughs> yeah like, you think because I was like relying on the titles and the yeah. inserts and all the but yeah it how was long okay. before did they drop out Um, so it had like three weeks to make the like an- yeah. animation because it was like three weeks before but then yeah so I just like literally learned how to do it and just it was quite simple to be fair but yeah it was um it was an experience, a stressful experience. Like it's like, well, I'm stress-free now, apart from the losing of the mm. nomination, just in case. <laughs> um, but yeah, you know, it was really fun to make and a new skill that I've kind of picked up as well. Yeah, yeah it's fun now. Mm, fun. Definitely, it yeah. it looked like so much fun. But I feel like it'd be very stressful as well. Like, yes. did you get stressed a lot? <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah. To be fair, I was more stressed about like the actual day because I was scared like once the presenter doesn't turn yeah. up because you only have. Um, four hours and that includes setup time yeah. and you literally have to be out yeah. because another like group will come yeah. in so it was like stressful like no schedule went on plan yeah. throughout anyone's TV no. studio yeah. and I was like I'm as a, as you know I'm quite organised I like timing yeah. and I was like going out the window and I was stressed about the presenter not being there and everything but she was amazing I must say like Without her, the show wouldn't... She, it yeah. does make the show a little bit. No, you rely does, on so yeah. many things that you didn't think of. Because, yeah. yeah, I produced it, but, like, the the set design did mm. better and so did the presenter. Yeah. That's what makes the show. Yeah, and so, all, like, your crew as well. Like, yeah, the definitely. crew is, like, a crucial part. Like, for, like the TV lighting. Yeah. You can't see it without the lights. Yeah. And you, <laughs> they can't read the autocue without autocue. Yeah. So every job was crucial on the day. So as the... As the Although I'm producer, it doesn't mean anything because it's actually the people that helped um, along the way. No, and that's what was nice about, like, I feel like being on TV studio and radio studio as well. It's just having, for your final project, like, your friends helping you, like, achieve that, like, last grade. It's kind of like, because obviously you've done TV studio in the past, you kind of know who's best to work with and stuff like that, who you work in a team well with, and that's just the best thing about it. Yeah, it was nice to be like, actually, he's really good on lights. Like, I'll put yeah. him in, make a crew list that we're actually, mm. like, really reliable. They yeah. turned up on time. Yeah. And mine was an early start. Like, mine oh. was, like, half eight. I was one of them. Oh, I was no. one of them. <laughs> and I was like, I'm, I'm worried that no crew are going to turn yeah. up on time. And I was like, but they all just came in, all wearing black. Um, like, literally, literally, they were, like, all wearing black, ready to go, going, oh, this isn't working, but it's fine, I'll fix it. Yeah. Tried not to stress me yeah. out. And it was, like, really lovely. That's the worst part, getting yeah. stressed out. Like, Yeah, exactly. So it was just 
lovely kind of having everyone that was so pos- uh, po- like positive at the day um, helping me. That, that's what helped. So really, if I win, it is for them, mm. but yeah. not really for me. Cause <laughs> but it is for you as well. Try to be modest. Monkey, yeah. Monkey Don't forget about Deserve the graphic design. That, that's part of the team as well. I've you do a graphic career. design. Yeah. Disney, if you want me, <laughs> for your next Frozen movie or whatever, I'm here. <laughs> and I'm going to ask you, have you seen any of the other awards that are up for grabs? Is there any that you're looking forward to seeing like nominations-wise? I think Student of the Year will be good. Mm. And I think it's because we actually have, like um, for level five and six, like really good nominees for it yeah. as well. And I think that that's like the one to win. Yeah. We might win individual categories, yeah. but student of the year is like that kind of like... Should have gone to me, guys, I'm just saying. <laughs> the best student of the year. I know, you would have been nominated. Oh, <laughs> I was doing my advert for my show 10 minutes before I went live, but hey. No, actually, yeah. I was doing the advert 10 minutes before I you went live. I'll get student of the year. I see, I see. <laughs> I would say next year, but... Oh. It's actually so sad that like is. this is like the final thing. Like we done this last year, we done the red carpet last year, yeah. and I'm kind of like oh, but like this is our final time in this studio. Like it feels weird. It is because like you don't just get a chance to do what we do. <laughs> like uh, again, make a TV show. Never, yeah, never do that no, again. Exactly. Like radio, like you don't get the equipment, and you won't be in a studio and have yeah. the actual right equipment, especially when it's like replica of like BBC. Yeah, yeah. Be, like, it's incredible. No, we are very lucky as well. We are we're so very, lucky. Very like lucky, where yeah. we're based and everything. Like yeah. being based in Media City, it's just and the lecturers, all of them are just amazing. Like yeah. especially like Gary and Jimmy, obviously yeah. for us, they've both been so helpful throughout like this whole third year. Yeah, like and I'm sure. Moira yeah, Moira, Moira well. and David have been very supportive, and it's kind of like they just let you do what you want to do. Yeah. Sometimes yeah. it's kind of easy to be like, "Don't do that," because the because the, the difference between school and like university is like there isn't a wrong answer here. Yeah. And I feel like in this industry there isn't because, as I said, everyone had like different TV shows, but nobody did better because they did a children's show yeah. and not a music show. It was just based on the aesthetic and what it looked yeah. like. No, really. definitely. Well, thank you so much for coming in, Sarah. Thank you for having Good me. Good luck yeah, on your two nominations. Thank you. Um, um, make sure you get on. <laughs> wine quick yeah. before it all runs out gosh that's what I'm going now yeah. why are you keeping me in here yeah. thank you so much thank I'm rooting for Lulu just yeah. thank you yeah. team Lulu remember to mention us when you win oh yes definitely <laughs> thank you so much guys thank you no you're listening to the BAFTAs on Utter Radio now you're talking Hi all, this is Ian Wilson, lecturer in advanced editing. I just wanted to congratulate everyone for completing their third year on BATARP. I've been really impressed with the level of work that came out of the advanced editing module, especially under such difficult circumstances where technical challenges tested us all. I take my hat off to you for grinding through it and producing very high quality edits across the board. I'd especially like to congratulate Ashley Day, George Gower and Joseph Cook for sticking their heads just above the group to earn them the nomination for Best Editing. I'm looking forward to hearing how your careers progress outside of university. This year's nominees for the BAFTA Awards for Best Cinematography were fantastic, I have to say. We've, we've got Josh, who did a great creative lighting piece at Christmas. We've got Cats Alone at Christmas, a very powerfully told story with good composition and then we've got Gabe's piece a level five piece of work which shows real experimentation with creativity in terms of camera work and lighting so I have to say they're excellent pieces of work that have gone into the BAFTAs this year but who will be the winner? Hi there after radio listeners it's Maura Keane here module leader for TV studios levels five and six 
As usual, it was a hard choice to make between the Level 5 quiz and magazine shows, especially as we'd lost a couple due to the building flooding on quiz show assessment day. But I'm always amazed by what the TV studio students managed to pull off after only three weeks of class and studio time. In Level 6, as usual, all the stops were pulled out and it was really hard to pick nominations from such a broad field. Everything from kids shows through holiday advice for the over 60s and musical spectaculars from indie to classical. The students worked on all these shows together as a team. They were exhausted at the end, but really, really bonded. And that's what TV Studio is all about. I hope you all have a great time tonight. Hello, Utter Radio and Utter Radio listeners. Just a quick note from me to say very best of luck to our nominees this year. There are some outstanding pieces of work nominated in every single category this year, which is great to see. I also wanted to say a very big well done and thank you to the Utter team and all of the student volunteers. We've had put in extra hours this year to make this year the biggest BAFTAs ever. Thank you so much for all of your hard work and it has really paid off. And I'll see you all on the night. There are three really thought-provoking, creative and well-told films in the best final year docs category. Trudy Wilson's film is fantastic. Her contributor is just amazing. And the live narrative she gets into the film is really where you want to be in terms of advanced filmmaking on the course by the end of it. Lewis Rutter's film has a really, really compelling story. And you'll often hear me say, I don't really get interview-led films as much as actuality-led, but there's just something about the way this is constructed and how artistically it's put together and the layers of meaning and the contributor's storytelling is just on the money. And then Tom Crisp's film Escape, which has just a production value that, you know, a lot of third years would just aspire to, but not actually go out and get. Um, So kudos to him for just having a vision to make his film look as cinematic and as incredible as it does. But also it's got the story there too, and it's got the pathos and the things that make you think about improving your own lives through watching those who've gone and done that for themselves. So well done, guys. Also, I say this and I mean it, It's the tip of the iceberg of another great year of third-year documentaries. Well done, everyone. Good luck on the night. So, as we just heard there, that was Lyndon, and we actually have him in the studio now. Welcome, Lyndon. Hello. Yeah, I heard that and thought, I sounded really bored and tired (laughs) when I did that, so I'll come in live. (laughs) So, obviously, did you do the nominations for the documentaries? Did you choose those? Yeah, so we do it as a team. So anyone who's involved in final year docs, uh, final project docs, kind of gets together and looks at the material and basically says, right, what are worthy of our shortlist for BAFTAs? And it's not always the highest scoring um, submission. Sometimes the film stands out on its own, you know? So, uh, yeah, it's it's fun to whittle down. It's great. Yeah, no, we were watching a few before and Tom Crisps... It was just amazing. I've never like seen like the drone shots are like so cool. It's pretty epic. It's pretty epic, and uh, he brought a drone pilot in to do those because no one's got a civil aviation license to do that on the course. Yeah. Um, so that was fine to do that in his case, but the stuff he shot himself as well. You know, the tracking of the guy on the bike yeah. and. And he did a canny thing, Tom, and and uh, he's known for being a bit canny. He. he <laughs> He said, what's beautiful, Scotland, right, I'll film in Scotland and the Scottish Highlands and, and sometimes 
that just br- works brilliantly on screen, doesn't it? Thinking no, what looks yeah, great. Definitely. Yeah, definitely. It was just very pretty. Yeah. Yeah. Very, very pretty. pretty. Have and you seen just... any of the others? Um, oh, I, I watched uh, the start of the parkour one. Oh, yeah. That was a good one as well. That is awesome. It's got a good story behind it as well. Yeah, I think... Uh, do you know what? I think it's a really different way to come at the story of transitioning yeah. because actually... Um, it can so often be quite cliched, but I think by going into a sort of street sport like parkour and doing it that way, Trudy um, found an amazing contributor in Amy. Um, but actually, just just the way it talks about transitioning and um, and and gender politics, you might call it, because. Yeah. Sport's really controversial at the minute, isn't yeah, it? it? In is, terms yeah. of letting people compete or not. Yeah. And then the last one is Lewis Rutter, Believe It. What do you think of that one? Do you know, uh, because I didn't supervise Lewis, I did teach him and work with him on Docs Without Rules. And uh, I have to say, he's a dark horse, as it turns (laughs) out. Um, I thought um, this was a really interesting film because actually um, what Lewis did was work really hard on the soundscape and and the sound design and also thought about the little visual elements to say something rather than just be cutaways for cutaways sake so he was saying things with his visual and his audio and I think that's what's meant mm. that's shortlisted tonight so yeah really exciting and we'll talk a bit more about documentaries just in general like what is the like wh- what would make people choose it and like just talk a bit about of like the course the module itself okay so documentaries i mean we talk about docs but really broadly speaking it's factual television Mm. isn't it yeah and if you think about it from a getting a job and industry point of view the majority of television is factual television yeah and there's a reason for that well i love it because i think the content's amazing but actually in tv bosses terms it's much cheaper to make than studio and drama, yeah, right? Definitely. So there's a simple business aspect to it. So if you want to be cynical and think, how do I get a job in a really sort of huge industry in television, then Factual's a great way to do it. So there's a number one reason yeah. to go and do it as a module, either at second or third year. But the other thing, and let's get artistic and meaningful about it now, because I'm really passionate about it, is I don't think you need to write a script or make a drama to tell amazing stories. I think there are incredible things happening in the world, and sometimes they're not kind of global stories Mm. they just might be someone fascinating who does something amazing or interesting or wants to do something within a film that is just so gripping and watchable and I think some of the most emotional bits of television or on-demand content streaming content these days is factual and you have to give a shout out to the streamers the Netflixes and Amazon Prime because they've kind of put real resource and production value into documentaries and that's kind of up the game on television um, factual now I think it's great and, and why wouldn't you want to make that and be part of it yeah I absolutely I see I love documentaries I love watching them I've done it in second year but I just I love coming up with the ideas and I love watching them I just can't film them for the life of me like I literally can't do it but like I love like the, I loved working on it and like doing it with other people but yeah. if it was down to myself I, I'd be lost well the beauty is and although documentaries are small crews you don't have to be the one self shooting yeah. it you know and quite often still uh, you have crew on documentaries yeah. so if you love it I'd stay involved in that world because it's really great that was my background you know yeah. I worked in factual and documentary did some studio stuff but um 
um, I'll Forever Love That Out on Location documentary yeah. shooting. It's it's great because you, you're just in the real world making mm. things about real people. No. And now we spoke about documentary, let's just go on to the BAFTAs. Are you excited for it? Oh. <laughs> Honestly, apart from graduation, this is our yeah. favourite event yeah. of the year that's it's what, brilliant that's what we said it's like getting us all together because graduation will be getting pictures of our families and everything but this is us all as a course coming yeah. together yeah and we're not allowed to say the c word now in case it comes back and we just want to forget about uh, but this, <laughs> this one, yeah i know you were worried then weren't you <laughs> um no that that c word um but tonight is special again because actually this is genuinely the first time we've been able to have it where the presenters are out in the event space yeah, itself yeah. and that kind of thing um, because even last year we still had to be a bit separate and things so genuinely this year it feels like the first post pandemic yeah. event and, and I love that and I heard you guys talking before and you said how it's now student presenters yeah. and we used to have talent yeah. or celebs doing it yeah. um, and it was the reason that you said yeah. and it was born of the pandemic but as soon as we did a year where it was students presenting it it was like of course this is what it's meant yeah. to be like you know why wouldn't we have our students yeah. presenting something that's by the students for the students because yeah. You got that right too. That's exactly the spirit of the BAFTAs, yeah. definitely. So I think that's sort of taken it on another level now and it just feels like a party for us, yeah. you know. Um, and loads of people, friends, supporters will be coming down who aren't necessarily shortlisted or nominated. They'll just be there to support the people yeah. that aren't. And then, again, it came of the pandemic, uh, scratching our heads going, why didn't we make a TV show of our TV and radio course awards before? Because it just mm. used to be in the DPL. Yeah. And it just used to be an in-person event. You couldn't watch it anywhere. Yeah. Um, so I think the fact it's now produced more as a TV yeah. show and with the radio, red carpet coverage yeah. and everything just makes sense for us as a course doesn't mm. it we're doing what we're good at and it's all good like even like utter radio it's all sh all day all students and just it's like even like the presenters like sophie and um matty they know us yeah it'd be like presenters coming in like who don't know us it's yeah. like it's more personal i yeah, think yeah it's nice to get an award off your friends yeah. than yeah. a celebrity i go but like your friends supporting each other do yeah. you know what i mean like it's just nice to have been with them for three years to then have them Oh, given you that award. We used to have some great presenters and they were celebs in their own right. But uh, I'm not going to lie, they're the ones you could afford for a few hundred quid. <laughs> <laughs> and a bit of a favour. Yeah, and we're free. And yeah. actually, well, yeah, yeah, there is that. But all I'm saying is it was a bit weird to have an outsider come in. Yeah. Now I reflect on it, it was weird yeah. to have someone from the outside come in and sort of bring that professional aura and everyone sort of felt a bit too uptight yeah. I think you know so we can let our shoulders down and make it the proper celebration mm. for the end of the Definitely. year or those who are graduating for them who are leaving for good which is mm. that tinge of sadness yeah added to it. very yeah. sad like I don't this, want to bring it down we said this could be our last time in the studio yeah it's just weird it's sad <laughs> it is to be fair, I didn't really, I don't really present on a lot. I'm usually mm. that side. Yeah. <laughs> so it's weird to be this side in. again. Yeah, I haven't been on this side this year. You actually haven't, have no, you? No, I've always been doing the cartwheel. Oh. I found leaving uni really painful and sad. Mm. I did. I, I like had grief yeah, for leaving yeah. uni, which was yeah. 23 years ago now. Uh, and I bet some of you guys are feeling yeah. a bit like yeah, that as well. Scared I'm, to go I'm into just big yeah, jobs. Actually, having to go into the real <laughs> world. And like, I started applying for like jobs, and I'm like, oh, 
like this is actually getting real. I would I, mean? I would do another course for free yeah. <laughs> just to be in like just to the stay year. involved. Yeah. Just to stay. Uh, I mean, uh, you know, uh, I don't want to turn it into an advice column or anything like that. But <laughs> <laughs> you just keep in touch with each other, and yeah. I think that's the beauty of Salford is where it's located. Yeah. Loads of you will be sticking around mm, to definitely. work in the industry anyway. But don't lose sight of your ambitions, mm. even if you have to take one of those gig economy jobs to fill the gap in between. Just please don't. They'll end up finding a career in the job that was supposed to be part-time but yeah. became a career. Because yeah. I think uh, on the occasions I hear that's happened, I just feel for the people that end up in that situation. Because actually, keep coming back to industry, keep going at it, you will get your break. Yeah. And and then from one contract leads to another and you're in and you're away, you know. Definitely. Definitely. So what is your fa- like? what are you most looking forward to for the BAFTAs? Um, good question. I ju- just the the whole of it. It's so lovely to just see the production. And this year, there's a kind of gallery element out yeah. on the floor yeah, as well that, because yeah. they're controlling the screens. And you know, it hasn't got. It's not isolated and hidden away. Yeah. Do you know what? That's what I'm looking forward to. The fact it's all on display. We're all together, and it is very much the proper event mm. that it, it it should have been for the last few years, but couldn't be. Yeah, definitely. I think I'm looking forward to as we've said many of times run pmc yeah oh yes <laughs> the talk of the town around here yeah i know honestly uh, pretty much everyone in run pmc should have had a pmc tonight <laughs> yeah. really because jimmy's cut his hand oh, yeah, soon <laughs> ken doesn't teach on our course anymore so he's on the wrong course you know uh gary's vegan and is probably really hungry yeah. <laughs> he hasn't got his vegan sausage roll no that's it yeah they were out so he should be at home in bed resting until the next meal can come <laughs> Yeah, Jimmy um, came in panicking before asking for another rehearsal. I think he just secretly wanted to sing again. Yeah. Did he sing on air? Yes. Oh, you got him Jim. and Gary. Right. Gary got the guitar out. They love it. Yeah. They're all bashful about it, and they go, "Oh, go on then." It's the t-shirts as well. Yes. yes. The t-shirts really. Uh, make mine it. didn't fit me anymore. I've put on a bit of weight, <laughs> so I didn't wear it. Right. Well, thank you so much, Lyndon, for coming on. Thank you. I hope you enjoy the Baftas. You enjoy it too. Thank you. <laughs> You're listening to the BAFTAs on Utter Radio. Now you're talking. Right, so now we are going to move on to documentaries. Uh, We're going to listen to a few of the documentaries first. So first we are going to go on to Trudy Wilson. Wow, this is emotional. Do you need to start a test? No, I'm good. It, it is quite emotional. Like, everything that people tells you, you sort of internalise, and you almost begin to believe what they say. Why is this so hot? Next up, we have Lewis Rutter with Believe It. I only had one plan, and that was to go in the Air Force. That was it. All the way through school. That's all I'm doing because I thought that was going to give me the opportunity to play sport, uh, wear a uniform, travel the world, be part of something that was a kind of a team-type job. Um, So that was my only idea, really. And last but not least, we've got Thomas Crisp with Escape. A couple of years ago, sitting in a wee pub in West Lothian, Go and start meditating. <laughs> I told me to fuck off. 
And I started doing it. Started doing cold dips in the beautiful lofts around Aberfoyle where I live. And that seems to change things. There was never a moment when I went, wow, I'm brilliant, this is great. It was just gradual. My mental health started to get better. Well, we've actually got Tom in the studio, so welcome, Tom. Hello. How are you feeling? Yeah, good. Good. Quite excited. Good. So, do you want to tell us a little bit about your documentary? Uh, yeah. So, Escape is about sort of listening to people's stories and finding out about people's happiness, what makes people happy. But it's more of an encouragement to sort of let other people find their happiness and what what sort of makes them tick in life and sort of to pursue that as a, the sort of the goal in life rather than work and rather than money or something, do whatever makes them happy. Um, and it just follows other people who have gone through a lot of stuff in their life and tells their stories and things like that. Um, and it just listens to what, what their thoughts and opinions are about happiness. Lovely. Um, and we've... Lyndon is still here. Um, do you want to tell Tom what you, you actually thought of his documentary? Be as beautiful as you want. <laughs> oh, yeah. So, obviously, we've got a shortlist tonight, so if the other filmmakers were there, I'd be speaking to them equally uh, fondly and with uh, as much gush. But, no, I think it's a, a brilliant piece that you've put together. And, actually, how you described it there is how it comes across, even if you didn't have that description. So that film communicates exactly what you intended so i think you did a cracking job with it but i supervised it didn't i yeah. uh, so we should we should do some of the behind the scenes <laughs> aspects of it like yeah. the crazy idea that you were somehow going to make this film but in iceland yeah. do you want to talk about that <laughs> yeah well i don't know not the supermarket by the way but that would yeah. have been achievable yeah honestly um yeah for the longest time ever I've had this idea of I want to go to Iceland and I want to shoot in Iceland and while I'm at uni and while I've got access to the kit and the resources I might as well make the most of the opportunity and I did have the money and the budget and the sort of like the logistical aspects sorted for it but then it was when I actually got into film and stuff and sort of like working around that logistical side like I could get flights I could get accommodation I could get all that sorted but then it started turning into oh well you need this insurance you need this like kind of uh, this bit of kit you need to take it in this way you need to do this it started to add up and then I was like okay maybe not maybe somewhere <laughs> a little bit closer to home yeah I admired your ambition but I think at our first meeting I said so how are you going to organise a kit carnet and who's your fixer and where's your translator yep. coming from yep. and how are you going to ac access kind of indigenous uh, remote people and uh, I think you just kind of looked a bit wide eyed <laughs> yeah and then said no I will and then came back a week later and went I'm going to do it in Scotland actually <laughs> yeah I think it was um, I think it was was the the tipping point because I, I I spoke to to you as my supervisor, but then I also spoke to a lot of people in industry who had done plenty of filming abroad and yeah. things like that. And it was that I think the tipping point was when somebody said, "Well, you actually have to pay this one fee if you want to film abroad, and that fee is X amount of the total sort of value of the kit you're taking." And I thought, absolutely no way am I paying thousands just to go to Iceland. Hey, no. Scotland's the same as Iceland. Well, yeah, that's, that's what I thought. It's technically a different country. That's what I thought. <laughs> Do you want to talk a bit like actually filming and like 
getting yeah. the shots for the documentary. Yeah, so I went to Scotland all over from sort of Glasgow, Edinburgh in the south, all the way up to Inverness and sort of Isle of Skye um, up north. Um, and I went all over three weeks of filming, um, filming, filming people, filming GVs, filming everywhere. I, I was filming people who were swimming, wild swimming in locks, um, and interviewing them when they were way out in the middle of the lock. I was filming people as we were hiking up Ben Nevis. I was filming people as we were hiking up different mountains. I was filming people who were cycling. Um, I was uh, loads of different sports, loads of different activities that people were doing, um, and I just followed them. And wherever they took me, that's that's where the sort of the story went. So although I did have a sort of a storyboard at the start and an idea of what I wanted the final piece to look like, a lot of it was just let's see what happens and let's do what with the footage, like what I can with it. Um, He's being a bit modest there. <laughs> it was planned to the letter. And I think that's what's impressive, is is because it was so well planned, that meant he could have the confidence to let people go on their walk or their cycle journey and actually lead you where they ended up on that. But actually, Tom knew exactly what questions he wanted to ask people at the beginning of their journey, in the middle, and then at the end, because it matched the kind of emotional arc of what trauma they'd been through in their life, uh, the the depths of, of darkness and depression they'd got to, how they started to get themselves out of that, which was all linked to getting in the great outdoors and enjoying the environment they lived near and around, and then reflect and kind of look to how life is far more positive at the end. And so to do that while they were going through a cycling journey, a swimming journey, mm-hmm. a hiking journey, and then cut it together so that that worked again in that order... Um, came from planning to the letter. So he didn't just busk it. <laughs> <laughs> he was, uh, was ratting you out here. Oh, honestly. <laughs> like, wish Linda wasn't get, here now. <laughs> get, get that reference sorted. <laughs> Easy. No, but we watched it um, earlier and it, like the shots were yeah, amazing. Yeah, we were just saying to Linda, it was very pretty. Very, yeah. very pretty. You chose a good place. Yeah, Scotland. definitely. Yeah. yeah. I, uh, that, that's, that was another main thing that I wanted the documentary to be, is that I wanted it to reflect what I want to do in the industry. Mm. And if I want to go into sort of like camera work and cinematography and things like that, I did want both a really good storyline, but a really beautifully shot documentary at yeah. the same time. So those were the two sort of key key things for me mm. um, and the main things to include. And I'm I'm very happy with the result. I really like it. You should be. It was really good. Yeah. Nice. yeah. Have you watched the other nominations? No. No. I haven't. <laughs> no. I genuinely I haven't, I have <laughs> not there. seen anybody else's. You know. Nope. So I'm I'm completely in the blind. So you're just going to see a little bit at the yeah. uh, BAFTAs and I'll just see, see what's like there. And you're actually working on the BAFTAs. What is your role there? I am. So I'm doing the most funnest part of the <laughs> BAFTAs, which is the after uh, party of uh, the award ceremony. Um, where we're having live music, we're having Ooh. DJs. Um, and it's a sort of spin-off from Live From, which is another fabulous series that everyone should watch. <laughs> Tell us a bit, we might as well tell us a bit about Live From then. Yeah. Since you're doing it. <laughs> live From. Uh, there's been three Live From Studio A, Live From Studio Remastered, and Live From Studio A Encore. Three of them. Uh, crewed by entirely students, um, like no supervision, no nothing at all. First, second, third years all involved, not only from TV and radio, but from other courses, from journalism, from photography, from graphic design, from animation, from. 
um, technical theatre and things like that. So loads of different calls, loads of collaboration across the university, and it's just let to let people have fun, and that's all it is. While it is produced and while it is quite sleek, it's it's there for people to have fun and just to enjoy it. Seems very fun. Um, and what are you looking forward to? Obviously, after other than the after party, what are you looking forward to on the BAFTAs? Um, I, I'm quite actually excited to see other people because I haven't seen many people's final projects. I've only seen maybe one or two mm. other people's. So I'm quite excited to see what other people have done, especially on the radio side of yeah. stuff and things like that, because I have no idea what anybody's mm. made, like radio show-wise, radio dramas, none of that. I've only seen one TV studio and one other yeah. TV uh, drama, I think. Yeah, that's what everyone's been saying. Like, we're looking forward to seeing all the work. Because, yeah, like, we're literally. all different. Like, we done radio, so, like, we haven't really seen all the TV side of things and everything yeah. like that. I feel like it's going to be very exciting. It's people yeah. coming back together, isn't it? Because yeah. I'd forgotten yeah. until you said that. Final project, unless you're doing the big one, the yeah. TV studio Yeah, where stuff, everyone works right? together. <laughs> and that's nice. But those doing docs, radio programmes, podcasts, whatever, drama smaller crews again uh, it's coming back together because final project means you all go off doing your own mm, things yeah. so it is a bit of a reunion gig as well tonight yeah. so that's the Definitely. other great Definitely. thing about it yeah it's just like all of us coming together having a nice drink nice celebration everybody's excited drink responsibly everybody yes Moira Keane well thank you so much both of you for coming in and yeah as I said before enjoy the BAFTAs both of you I'm looking forward to the after party now I've heard about that me yeah. too and, and good luck to you as well good luck thanks for your very much thank you very much thank you it's time for the BAFTAs. Academic Excellence. Ashley Day. Over time, the use of the staple laugh track has faded out and modern sitcoms have developed newer characteristics to reflect contemporary comedy and its presence. Post-2000 sitcoms such as This Country, The Office, the Inbetweeners and the End of the Effing World have abandoned the laugh track tradition. Kieran Davis. Chignall states that the term radiogenic refers to content particularly suited to a non-visual medium. As he writes, uncluttered by visual images, we can hear these sounds more completely because they are on the radio. Therefore, radiogenesis derives from its idealised placement on the airwaves. As a counterpart to this, podgenesis, or the state of being podgenic, is derived from its idealised placement on a portable media player. Olivia Pierce. Lacey's ego, her conscious self, is how she appears online, shown in a scene where she posts a photo of a coffee and a cookie she doesn't actually like. Her it is how she truly acts, which is represented in the scenes with her brother and time she slips up, like swearing at the airport. Due to the societal pressures of the rating system, her superego represses the id, but eventually she succumbs to it resurfacing. Sarah Baker. Multiplicities allow media text to always be open to extension and add more elements that the original cannot satisfy. As conveyed within the case studies Spider-Man into the Spider-Verse, this multiplicity used a different presentation of Spider-Man as a way of better resonating with the audience and consequently attract new consumers. <laughs> Best Radio Drama. Bree Evans in Vivo. There's someone across who looks like Richard. The bloke who got released. 
Richard Clements? Yeah, why? You're the entire reason I'm here. I'm writing a report on your release. What brings you back to Invivo? I've never left this place. You think I would ever return if I had... Excuse me, Mr. Clements. You are late for your routine checkup with Linda. <sighs> yes, sir. Stick to your brief, Mr. Picton. That's all you're here for. Lauren Walker. The bear and the pilot. I never know the burden of money as a star, but I knew I would do anything for them, and I have so far. Same with my star Canopus. I remember the day Galileo lost his sight. I wept for him. I wouldn't wish to not see my husband again, my one great love, as he lost the sight of his. Ah, oh, oh, come, come on. on. Do, do not, not spiral. spiral. You have never. Best Love Six TV Documentary. Wow. Trudy Wilson, Amy, Transforming Parkour. I'm good. It, it is quite emotional. Like, everything that people tell you, you sort of internalise, and you almost begin to believe what they say. Lewis Rutter, believe it. To relax, to get any kind of anger and frustration out. There were nobody at that point had ever sort of said anything to me about, well, there are other options for sport if you've got problems with your legs. It was that that didn't even feature on my radar. So that was really difficult. Struggled massively with my mental health at that point. It was like this, this really awful kind of, almost like a pressure cooker of not knowing what to do. Didn't know what to do with myself. Um, we're in a real mess, kind of depression-wise. Thomas Crisp, Escape. As people often, what brings them a sense of meaning or purpose? And they don't know. There's two reasons why you don't know. One, you've never thought about it. Or two, you have thought about it and you still don't know the answer. But if you have thought about it and you still don't know what the answer is, then that's telling. And it's not to make you feel bad. It's just... Are we nudged to say, go out and find out what it is? Best Level 5 TV Documentary Ethan Robinson Buell, Solomon Wallace and Samuel Jankowski, MD and Rave Culture. Some cities in the UK have implemented harm reduction strategies such as drug testing at music festivals to reduce the risks associated with MDMA use. However, the UK government has not yet acted on the recommendation to decriminalise drug possession for personal use. Divine Amafule, Megan Rowan and Nicholas Jackson, Save Our Town. Business owner Murray has witnessed the town's decline firsthand. Well, it's been in the family this year in October, 125 years. My husband and I were in this business from the early 60s and now our son and his wife have taken it over. The health benefits Gabrielle Cluett, Grace Hutchison well and UK. Alexandra Ramsey, cold water swimming. Increased tolerance to stress, decreased inflammation, increased immunity and a post-swim high. It's a nice feeling, even though I'm, I was cold when I came out, I'm, uh, uh, fingers and toes are all tingly. It's a nice feeling. It's the tingle and the invigoration and the just feeling alive and it's just like your whole body and mind's reset. 
best edit. Ashley Day, Bingo Night. Good morning! All right. It's in the back. I need everybody to put their cell phones, jewelry, and wallets in here immediately. You got it? What do you got? Oh, come on. What, your pants are too tight. Maybe somebody should shop for you a little bit better. What do you got, sweetheart? Oh, gosh. It was here somewhere. Where? I don't know. George Gower, Life After Ike. Growing up here in Galveston was, uh, it was great. You know, I mean, this is an island. How much better can it get? Galveston's a beautiful place to live. It's a beautiful place to raise a family. I'm Leon Phillips II, born and raised in Galveston, Texas. Joseph Cook, City Lights. Cat Davies, Alone at Christmas. Your dad has painted this house in lights. You could probably see us from space. Anyway, please give us a call back as soon as you can, yeah? I want to hear all about what you've been up to. Josh Turner, Winter Lights. And welcome back to the Level 6 Visual Showcase. The time is currently 5.41 and I think it's finally time to move on to our last category, which is Best TV Drama. So first we're going to listen to our nominees. First we have Jamie Blair. Actually, now that I think about it, it's probably a good thing that you didn't call the police. Why is that? Because although you didn't mean to kill the bloke, you still did. People have been put in prison for less than that. Even if he broke in? Yeah, it's happened before. Um, remember that farmer that shot that trespasser that came in his land? Look, it's manslaughter. If you call the police now, you might get nicked. To be fair, that does sound right. So what are you going to do? Oh, I don't know. My, my head's a mess. Next up, we have Kat Davies with Your Word Against Mine. 
no Vanega. I've every right to be here, don't I? I've done anything wrong, have I? You know what you did to me. And finally, we have Luke Beck, 2pm, the story of Mambo Miller. And I wondered whether the panic attacks had stopped and whether you'd used any of the tools that we'd spoken about. Yeah. Um... Yeah, they, they didn't work. Nothing's changed. Hmm. OK. Well, let's start with how you feel right now. I just want to cry. So we've actually got one of the nominees, Luke, back on the line. Hello, Luke. Can you hear us? Hello. I can. I can. Oh, here he is. <laughs> it's always scary getting someone on the phone just in case that you're talking you know, to imagine. silence. <laughs> That'd be the worst thing. So do you want to tell us a little bit about your drama? Um, OK. Uh, my drama... <laughs> is it's quite personal um it's a bit complicated um and to be honest like i i I have very few words to describe it i think it's very hard to describe um i think it's a mash of genres um and luckily enough i was allowed by simon and Lyndon to, to actually go ahead with it um so yeah, that's all I can really say, to be honest. It's just a personal story um, that is just explored in a bit of a weird way. Well, obviously it was good enough because it's now nominated for an award. How do you feel about that? Um, I, I'm proud of the film. Um, I think it kind of, it's the, it's sort of like the cherry on the cake um, to to be recognised as a good piece of work, I think it's, it's a privilege and I'm extremely happy with it. Well, definitely. Um, are you coming to the BAFTAs yourself? I am. I am. I'll be there tonight, suited and booted, um, <laughs> along with um, a good friend of mine who helped me um, with um, some filming. Um, so, yeah, it'll be, it'll be, it should be a good night. I'm excited for it. It definitely will be good. Um, and what do you like? What do you think about the other nominations? Have you watched the other nominations that are up for this same award? I have. I have. Both Jamie and Kat are like good friends of mine, and their films are like brilliant. Um, I mean, Jamie's uses the same actor as well, so it'll be it'll be a good test of who's like who he was better in acting. Um, but I mean, Kat's was phenomenal um has was really good jamie's was brilliant so i i don't know i don't have high hopes tonight i think uh, just being nominated amongst them guys is is a compliment in itself so it's, it's really nice yeah definitely i feel like being nominated for an award or even just being there you know it's just going to be a good vibe is there anything you're looking it's, forward to at baftas um i know meg potts is um doing a little bit of a uh, a presenting role so that'll be fun to watch um hopefully she 
messes up. No, I'm joking. Um, <laughs> no, it'll, be, it'll be fun. It'll be fun to see everything. I couldn't come last year. Um, so this is my first Bastards and obviously will be the last as well. So it's, it'll be a fun little experience to to go out with. Yeah, definitely. It's a good thing like for all of us on the course to get together at the end of the day. And I just feel like the drinks will be flowing. Exactly. Be- <laughs> drinks all round. We're going to be levered by the end of the night. <laughs> <laughs> no, I think it's going to be good. Um, have you seen like any of the other awards that are up for grabs at all? Um, I've seen some. I know um, about the TV documentary, um, Best TV Doc. Um, I know editing. Um, yeah, some of my friends have been nominated all round, to be fair. Um, so I'm looking forward to seeing them win. I'm yeah. hoping that they win. <laughs> Hopefully someone wins. <laughs> Hopefully one of my friends win. Um, it'll be really cool. It'll be really cool to see them go up on the stage and grab the award. Well, thank you so much for phoning in and good luck tonight. Um, I will you, we'll probably see you down there in a little bit. Thank you. I'll see you there. Bye. Bye. So, we now have Reese here. Hello. How are you doing? Good. The energy's good in here. I know. Have you, yeah, have, you, have, you, have you drank a lot of caffeine or are you just really excited? <laughs> just excited to get, get a drink down me. <laughs> <laughs> ready, ready to go. <laughs> I am as well. I'm going to probably have a few drinky poos during, yeah. the, uh, during the live commentary. It's yeah. be interesting. Definitely. So, what are you, what's your role today? Uh, so, I'm the manager. been doing a bit of everything, really. Producing, mm. directing, managerial stuff, um, general grumbles, stressing, yeah. you know, that sort of yeah. thing. <laughs> but coming along, you know, yeah. every, everything's going well. Yeah, just busy yeah definitely and I, I bet you're ready like for it to be finished and then you can just yeah, relax yeah I'm excited it's going to be relax. nice yeah have a drink at the dockyard after and oh, yeah, see where it goes sure, from there kind of thing for sure and how so have you seen all the nominations um I couldn't tell you what I remember off the heart but I know that you know the nominations says there's some that I could say you know are really good contenders um I think that you know speaking for this one uh, my predictions are I really want Tom to get it yeah but at the same time, made the best person win. Yes. You know what I mean? Um, I can I can talk to you guys about what's coming up next on the uh, Yes, on go Utter. on then. Go on about yeah. that then. So, um, obviously now is the Level 6 showcase. Coming up from there, from uh, 6 or 7, is the Red Carpet Show. Uh, that's with me, Emily Lancashire, our lovely presenter, down and uh, down under, I should say. Down under. Not in Australia, <laughs> but downstairs. Uh, on the red carpet, that's Nicole Burrell and our lovely fixer, uh, Tanya, who's going to be wandering about, finding some people for mm. us. She's a first year as well. Oh. I think she's a little bit nervous, but... Oh. I would be my first time. Yeah, I, I know she's going to do yeah. a great yeah. job. Lisa's yeah. getting her somewhere. She's getting yeah. in, isn't she? Yeah, the enthusiasm shines through. And as well, after that, from seven until about half eight, maybe later, not really too sure how long it's going to run, is the BAFTAS event commentary, and that's with me and Kieran. And we've also got a little mini game for everyone to play Ooh. downstairs and listening mm. online. And that's Baftar's Bingo. So uh, anything, it's got literally a sheet, just like your normal, your normal bingo sheet. And uh, it's got different things that may happen. You know, Gary drops a drumstick, you know, <laughs> yeah. that sort of thing. I don't know, presenter falls over, yeah. someone falls over going to get a nomination. They can, uh, you know, tick that off. And there's a few little prizes as Ooh, well. Oh, yeah. that's exciting. Yeah. Maybe want to stay. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, and what are you actually looking forward to for the Baftar's? Oh. We've, we've asked everyone this question that's been in. Utter Radio, yeah. we have a VT. 
Oh, yeah, do you? Yeah, they've given us a lovely two and a half minutes of oh, runtime. Wow, how kind. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> and all I can see is, is it's definitely one to look forward to. Uh, there is a little bit of fighting going on here, oh, though, between a couple of lecturers. So, um, oh. yeah, make sure that you uh, make sure you look out for that one. It's going to be great. I'm really excited. I'm excited for us. Keep saying, just giving them promo at this point. Run PMC. <laughs> yeah, we had we had we had Gary and Jibby in earlier on the show before, giving a little acoustic. Oh, that was amazing. Yeah, we walked in, getting ready for the show. Like they carry on, we don't need to go on. <laughs> <laughs> they could have filled this whole two-hour slot with just their singing. <laughs> and I'm sure everybody would have loved it. And I feel like everyone's just it's, everyone's together. I mm. feel like because we said we've said this before, and like. Our course is so wide. Like, there's so many people on radio, so many people on TV. It's everyone coming together. Yeah, yeah. it's nice. Yeah, it's going to be a smashing night. I, I know feel, it's going to be. Yeah, I feel like everybody hasn't been together properly since first year. Yeah, we all, mm. that's when and, we all and, got and, and you weren't even together because of COVID. Like, yeah, no, we had like two, probably like three or four in-person things before we got shut off. Mm. Yeah, it was nothing. It yeah. was yeah. like, most of it was online. And then even in the um, second semester of first year, the first bit was online and then it yeah. was in person. So. It was weird seeing people's, like, names on, like, the Teams chats and then, like, seeing them in person. I'm like, oh, my God. That's actually you. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> that is you. <laughs> but I feel like then when we got actually got to be working together, I feel like we really got to know everyone kind of thing. Mm. But I feel like it's definitely... But yeah, I feel like, are you, what are you looking forward to in the BAFTAs, Megan? I actually haven't asked you this. I don't even know if I'm going to stay or not, guys. I need persuading. What? Yeah. Right, we need to think of reasons for her to stay. Because, you know, I'm non-dominated. It's really <laughs> sad time. <laughs> um, if I want to stay, that bingo sounds great. Yeah. yeah. Bingo sounds great. Yeah. The Run. prizes are um, interesting. They all culminate to about £1.50 altogether. Ooh. So Can you give us a little, like, hint? Uh, I know there's a non-alcoholic bottle of beer. Oh. Yeah. And uh, <laughs> I don't know whether Kieran just forgot his ID when he went to go and buy that. Yeah. But, um, there's that. And then also, um, there's, instead of wine, it's uh, some kind of sparkling strawberry cordial. Oh, um, like a schler. Yeah, yeah. yeah, sort of, yeah. Uh, but Aldi budget schler. Uh, other supermarkets are available. But, um, yeah, obviously, Utter Radio, we don't have much on the company card, so uh, it's a yeah. case of just making do and mending. Yeah. No vegan sausage rolls? No, no, no. no. Oh, Gary's going to be disappointed. I know. He'll be fuming if he wins. Yeah, literally. <laughs> oh, I mean, darn it. May the best person win for the bingo yeah. as well. Yeah. I'm, yes. I'm looking forward to that now. I feel like maybe that's fun. what I can win. Yeah, there you maybe. go. You're not nominated, <laughs> not but you nominated, can win the bingo. I can win you can the win the bingo. non-alcoholic beer. Yes. <laughs> well, it'll go down a treat. <laughs> <laughs> Definitely. And I just feel, I don't know, I just feel so wholesome. wholesome. That sounds really... Wholesome vibes that's all around. <laughs> weird thing to say, but I just feel... Very wholesome at the moment. Yes. So, I think that is time to end the show. Oh, no. This is really sad. It is really sad. But now, as Reese said, we're going onto the red carpet with our... Is it Nicole downstairs? Nicole. Yes, Nicole. Nicole and Tanya. And Tanya. Oh, lovely. Well, I feel like I might listen into that, you know. Might even go down there myself and get interviewed by Nicole. Maybe, maybe. <laughs> but no, thank you all for listening in. And yeah, keep tuning in for the red carpet because you don't want to miss out hearing all the nominees because we only got a few in. Yeah. We're going to get everyone in. Getting in everyone red carpet. Yeah. yeah, and good luck to everybody that's good nominated. Good luck to everyone that's nominated. But yeah, thank you for listening. Bye. Bye. You're listening to the BAFTAs on Utter Radio. Now you're talking. It's time for the BAFTAs. 
best audio feature. Kieran Davis, Little Cheese Big City. I want to tell you this, but this ain't no fairy tale. I'm sure you saw it on the news too. The night Elsie disappeared. The theatrical star, Little Cheese, has gone missing. How could that happen? The reporters were asking. The small towner that dreamed of stardom. And just as they was getting into the big time too. How could they just be gone? Matt McGettrick, Hacienda, The Beautiful Nightmare. As iconic, only time will tell. If you could sum it up in kind of one sentence, what would you say? Uh, beautiful nightmare. It could have been so good and ended up so bad. Evie Cummings, we have one life. We have one planet Earth. And this Earth is full of creative, determined and smart people, including you. From now on, we're going to support and hold respect for these people who own their own businesses because... They have gone against the tides, explored their passions and opened something up of their own. Sustainable shopping is the future, whether you like it or not. And you will like it. Best creative audio. Love Niche, Ramda One, Hollow of the Three Hills. Misery walks to me. A silk dress dripping red, a silk dress dripping red, a silk dress dripping red. <laughs> From the blood of a family. You are every. Flora Morsman, in memoriam, Sarah Everard. we done to earn this curse, this hatred? Even the word woman. Mm-hmm. contains its counterpart, man. Adele Davies, Judgment Day. Anger is a defence mechanism that allows us to avoid feeling shame or guilt. When others lash out at you in anger, with words or action, Their battle is not with you. Best Level 5 TV Studio Production. Perry and Adam Morgan lights down. The blockbuster that's got the critics raving. We'll go behind the scenes on an up-and-coming northern filmmaker, and we'll be showcasing your reviews of the latest cinema releases. Welcome to Lights Down. Emily Murphy and Akila Hewitt, penny pinching. Good morning and welcome to Penny Pinching, the show dedicated to helping students save money and live on a budget. I'm Holly. And I'm Harry. And we're here to help you save money during your time at university. As students ourselves, we know that university life can be tough and one of the biggest challenges can be managing your finances. But with our tips and tricks, you'll be able to save money without sacrificing your social life. Grace Hutchison and Matthew Green, Game On. 
and welcome to Game On, the show that relies not only on your knowledge, but also your gaming skills. In today's show, two contestants are pitted against each other in a high intensity general knowledge round before the ultimate dance off, which we will decide our channel. Best Level 6 Radio Studio Magazine. Hello and welcome Luke Keenan, Lucy Jarvis, Matty Johnson, Molly Chamier, Tom Clark and Patrick Shaw. Sex in 60 Minutes. a cuppa and get listening. Do you want to have a hold of it? Oh, Luke. Yeah, I'll have a little go. <laughs> oh, no, I dropped it on the floor. <laughs> oh, she dropped it on the floor. Oh, I have dropped the vibrator on the floor in Canal Street. Connor Critchley, James O'Malley, Sky Hayward, Megan France, Reese Beard, and Hamish Beaton. Bottom gear. How are you doing, Sky? I've only just got out the car park. You've only just got out the car park? All right, okay, so whereabouts are you at the moment then? Um, just outside of the Emmeline Pankhurst statue, funnily enough. That's a bit of a. That's a thought I should have had earlier, but. Megan Evans, Chelsea Thomas, Nicole Borrell, Mia Marsh, Ellen O'Donoghue, and me, Megan Potts. What goes around comes around. People put them on. They look like My Little Pony. Mullets because they look like a rodent on someone's head. Best television drama. Jamie Blair, dead weight. Call Miranda. You got a call Miranda while buying equipment to bury a body? Yeah. Why? Well, I have to put something normal in with the kit, otherwise it just looks too suspicious. So you thought you'd buy a single call of Miranda to help? Well, next time you kill someone, you can buy the kit. Luke Beck, 2pm, the story of Mambo Miller. I don't know, I, I, I don't know why. But yeah, I just want to cry. I don't know what's making me feel like this. <laughs> like I feel like a burden. I feel worthless. Like every new day my mental stability just seems uncertain. I can't concentrate around people when I feel so low. Cat Davies, your word against mine. to be here, don't I? I'm doing anything wrong, have I? You know what you did to me. Best Level 5 Radio Studio Magazine. Adele Davies, Tegan Easton, Flora Moresman, Adam Morgan, Isabel Sheldrick and Matthew Green. Bossing it. Women, all about women. I'm Flora, and joining me in the studio today are my wonderful co-hosts, Tegan, Izzy, and Adele, ready to take you through all things female. Empowering women all over the world. This is Bossing It on Utter Radio. Hello and welcome, Frankie Golder, Sam Cooper, Evie Capstick, Ben Rhodes, and Matt McGettrick. Music unplugged. Socials at Utter Radio, and bring on 2023. You're listening to Music Unplugged on Utter Radio. 
Francis Masube, Abby Collins, Archie McGuap, Joe Grant and Akila Hewitt, North versus South. Are living a tough ordeal. Who is the better comedian, Michael McIntyre or Peter Kay? Peter Kay, surely. Well, it was close, but Michael won with 55% of the vote. North versus South. Best Level 6 TV Studio Production. Sarah Baker, Lulu Zoo. Josh Bradley, The Basement. Hey guys, welcome back to The Basement. Yes, we've had to move out of my mum's basement because apparently we were making too much noise. Don't say it like it's not true. We had the entire outro dedicated to Guitar Hero last time. Oh yeah, we did. Dylan Pengerley, a Discovery Showcase. Good evening. Good evening, ladies and gentlemen. I want to welcome you all once again to a Discovery Showcase. This is the only show where we uncover new and upcoming artists from all areas of music and showcase them here just for you. And we've got some fantastic acts coming up. But first, let's just take a moment to think about the arts. It's time for the BAFTAs. 